Hey mama, my name's Diana Ballard and welcome to the Mom Training Podcast. Prior to becoming a mom, I realized that if I wanted to continue living a life of passion, adventure, and fulfillment, I needed to learn from people who lived that way while having a family. In 2012, I started interviewing any mom that would talk to me. After hundreds of interviews, I found a pattern that the moms who struggled less all had similar foundational skill sets, mindsets, and habits. I started Mom Training, our live workshops, and the Mom Training podcast to continue my research process in a way that included other moms and families. My goal is to help other moms increase their joy, love, and fulfillment by creating an environment where we can learn and thrive together. Come learn the skill sets and strategies for a happy home, peaceful relationships, inspiration to be your best self, and more than enough time to do what you love while enjoying your family. Welcome to the Mom Training Community, where we learn, cry, and laugh together as we navigate motherhood. I'm Diana, and I'm so happy that you're here with me. Hey ladies, welcome to the Mom Training Podcast. It is so good to talk to you right now. I hope that you're having an amazing holiday season where you can truly enjoy and create traditions for yourself. Uh, Today we're going to talk about some traditions that I have started this season and just some ways that I've done some things this holiday season that have made it really special to me. So we, I've been married for about eight and a half years. Uh, Next year will be nine years, which is awesome. And I, we have always traveled down to see our family every year and brought all of our presents and our kids and everything Well, last year was definitely an indication that it was time to end things when, you know, we brought two bikes with us and our dog, our huge 150 pound dog, (laughs) which we love her. She's amazing. She travels really well. But I mean, and there's four kids in us. I mean, it was just a lot, right? To pack into a van um, and bring down and then we'd literally do Christmas and then leave the next day, have to pack all the kids toys up. It just was, it's time for us to do our own thing. And so this year, you know, we kind of decided that last year. So I've kind of had a little bit of time to think about like, what do I want this holiday season to be like? Okay. Like, what do I actually desire for some of my own traditions? And this is like my first time being able to do that. So it's been super fun. So I'm going to share a couple of my traditions that I've started that have made it really special for me. Now, here's the thing that I really, really, really want you to catch right now that just because this is my tradition doesn't mean that it needs to be yours, okay? But the whole point of me sharing this and we, us talking about this today is because I want you to be intentional with your time, to really think about what is going to be the best experience for my family with the situation that I have right now, okay? Maybe you do go to your family's house still. I mean, there could be a million different things for us to to do on our holiday season, right? Everyone has their own lifestyle. So I, there are so many good, wonderful pieces of advice on social media and on podcasts and all those things. But the things that are going to make you the happiest are the ones that actually mean something to you. And sometimes that might take actually experimenting to figure out like, what the heck do I like? What did mean something to me? Right. Um, I, I've been working on designing motherhood, creating my life for years and years. Like that's been a passion for the past 10 years of mine, specifically with motherhood. And so it's 
easy for me to pick out what actually means something to me and to act on it and create it in my life. So maybe you're not quite to that point of being able to take something and make it tangible, but I hope that you can learn something from today and be able to start a tradition, even if it's tonight, for your family and just try it out, right, and see what you like. So one of the things that's been kind of a struggle for me is I've always wanted to do uh, like a 25 days of Christ uh, where we like focus on the Savior during during the holiday season, like all the way up till Christmas. Well, the problem with that was for us was we were always like scrambling to get everything packed and I had to have everything like 100% ready for Christmas, like before we left like a week before Christmas because we go see both families and it was just a lot. You guys, it was so much. All my work stuff had to be completely solidified um, and it was it would be really hard to start something and be consistent with it like all the way through the travel days and all these kind of things. Like I probably could have pulled it off, but it definitely was not the season to do that because it was just way too freaking busy, right? So this year we're staying home. and Oh my gosh, I'm so stoked. So we have been doing these, these little ornaments that are the most beautiful, like hand-painted ornament, which they're actually having sales right now. So I'm going to tag them below so that you can maybe check them out if you're interested. Um, you know, it, you may feel like it's a little late in the game, but you still should check it out, even if you just finish it for the rest of the time or use it for next year, because they're so much fun. And I've been looking for something like this for a very long time. So it's these ornaments that are these beautiful wooden um, hand-painted. They're so gorgeous. And it comes with a book that you read a story about Jesus and his life. So it's not necessarily just about Christmas. It's like about his life. But, you know, we so we find the little ornament and it has a couple quotes and some scriptures from the New Testament. And, and then, you know, there's some questions at the bottom where you can actually like have a discussion with your kids. And it has a cute picture that like kind of tells about the story, you know, of like Jesus on the, the sea when he calms the storm or feeding the 5,000 with, you know, the loaves and fishes, like different things like that. Right. So. I, I've combined two things because we've always done like the the little tiny advent calendars that you get from the grocery store that's like $1.50, okay? Like the ones where they have like the really nasty chocolate inside. Like I tried one like a couple of days ago. They're so disgusting, but the kids love them. And so um, we have really made a really special moment with this 25 days of Christ. And it, it has meant so much to me. And if if we do nothing else Christmas all day, this five minute little devotional that I do at night makes me feel successful that I have done the things that I want to do with my family during the holiday season. So we have all our Christmas lights on and we turn out all the other lights except for like some lights around the top of our room and our Christmas lights that are in, in our house. And and then everybody sits down, which my kids are little, so they sit down and then they're all up again, all moving around. But, you know, they, they're there enough, right? <laughs> so um, we, we do this little devotional. We say our family prayer going to bed. And then they each get a chocolate from their, from their advent calendar. And that has been so amazing because it is like the best bribery ever, right? Okay, remember, if you sit quietly and you listen to this little story about Jesus, then you can have your chocolate at the end 
right? It is like, it is, I, I will do this next year. You know, I won't say every year because I, you know, can change my mind whenever I feel like it, right? But, you know, next year I'm going to do that again because it was, you know, there's 25 chocolates and there's 25 days of Christ. And so instead of, you know, we would do the 25 days of the advent calendar with the chocolates and I would try to make up some little story about Christ or like some discussion, but like this is awesome because there's an actual book that is designed exactly for what I wanted. And so that has been extremely amazing and made me feel like I am doing what I want to during the holiday season. You know, even instead of, you know, I'm going to read a Christmas book to my kids every night. No, that has not happened. You know, if the devotional gets done and that little piece gets done, then I'm good. Right. And if it happens to be a night that we are getting to bed early enough, then I will read one of those really long Christmas stories that we absolutely love, but they are really long. Like, I don't know if you've noticed that, like a lot of the Christmas books are long because <laughs> they're actually like telling like a legit awesome story, right? But they can be really long. So, but, so sometimes I, I don't read those. And last year I started that tradition of actually, I just, I spent $120 on Christmas books last year because I was like, I'm sick of not having them. Like I'm, I'm, I want to create this in my home. Now I'm not saying go out and spend like buttloads of money, but what I'm saying is if you know that it's something that's important to you, that you want to remember looking back, like, I am so happy that I got these Christmas books that teach really good lessons, you know, about one of our favorites right now is why Christmas trees aren't perfect. That's one of our, our favorite books. It's just about a, like a little Christmas tree that like wants to be the, the queen's, um, tree for Christmas and, you know, out in the, in the forest and all the trees are trying to be the best looking and, and like the best type of trees. And, but this little tree like starts to take care of the animals in the, in the, in the forest and pretty much gets kind of destroyed. Like it's not as pretty. It used to be the prettiest tree. And, and because it's like, you know, served and kind of sacrificed itself to like feed a little fawn that's like lost its mother and like is hungry or like hide a little bunny that, is running from like a pack of wolves and like a little bird that got lost and, you know, like covered it with its branches to keep it, um, you know, warm through like a storm or something like that. I mean, it's, it's a really good book. So totally check it out. Why Christmas trees aren't perfect, but having meaningful quality Christmas books was something that I had desired for a long time and made it come true last year. And again, loving it. So this next tradition might rock your boat a little bit. So we do Santa-ish in our house. And when I have brought this up before, I've literally gotten attacked for it. <laughs> like I'm like, oh my gosh. So honestly, I have found that it is easier for me not to make everything about Santa. So in our house, like we give most of the gifts, like us and the grandmas pretty much. And then I also do the stockings and my kids know that. So, hey, like, you know, I'm, I'm wrapping your stocking stuff or, hey, do you, would you want this in your stocking or what do you think about this? You know, like even yesterday, I was literally wrapping their stockings when they came home. Like I wrap everything in the stocking. I'm, I'll put up a reel t- probably today um, just kind of showing like what I do with their stockings because my mom used to wrap all of our stockings. So this like all the stuff in our stockings. So it was like you had all these tiny little presents. And so that's a tradition I'm continuing on. But so pretty much a tradition that I'm like 100% solidifying 
is that Santa is bringing one gift. He's bringing one thing that has a really big bow on it that's not going to be wrapped, that's going to sit in front of the Christmas tree. And um, that's going to be for everybody. And that's kind of how we're going to do that. If Santa brings anything, it's like one gift for everybody combined. Because like, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm sick of a whole bunch of crap. And it's a lot of energy to try to hide everything. Like my kids just know everything. And now that might not be how you do things. But for me to simplify Christmas the last couple of years, like Santa maybe would bring like one per kid, but this year it's literally one big present for all of them. And so I'm kind of excited about that um, because it it has really kept a big focus. Um, There's not a lot of pull for, you know, you better do this or Santa's not going to bring you gifts. It's like, yo, if you don't behave, you're going to lose one of your gifts. I'm going to, I'm going to put it away. (laughs) <laughs> and it's it's mama that's going to do it. Santa Santa's not going to do it. Mom's going to take it away, right? But this is something that has really simplified Christmas for me. And then uh, another thing that we're doing is just being really kind of minimalistic with it. So each kid has eight presents. And that's like, that's not counting their stocking. That has like a million little things. But um, like, that's like presents from grandma's. And from us and everything. And so I'm like really excited for uh, this Christmas and kind of seeing what it's like to just do less, which is still going to be a lot because there's six of us. (laughs) Like that's still a lot of presents, but just kind of making it more simple and slowing it down. So I want you, so those, those are some ideas of things that like I've done maybe to spark some ideas in you. Definitely like, I hope that you have some traditions that you, you enjoy maybe, you know, making different dishes or desserts than maybe you had with your family, starting new things for yourself. And just to make this holiday season really feel like Christmas to you. Does putting a poinsettia on your table make you feel like it's Christmas? Does hanging up the stockings like across, you know, some area of your house, even if you don't have a a fireplace, does that make you feel like it's Christmas? Hanging up tinsel everywhere. That is one of my favorite things. It's like the easiest decorations in the world. Okay. To hang a little bit of tinsel over something is like, this costs me a dollar and I can throw it away if I want. And it packs in a little bag so freaking quick, right? What can you do to make this holiday season right now? We're in the middle of it. It's coming up. Okay. Less than two weeks away now. What can you do to help this holiday season slow down a minute? Maybe not pack it with 5 million events, but also make it enjoyable for you by adding some things in that make it so it's a special time for you because your life matters too, mama. Okay, I know that we love to give and we love to make wonderful experiences for others, especially our children. But I invite you to create some traditions, even now in the middle of the season, that's going to make it special for you. I hope that you are able to find joy and peace during this time. You're awesome. I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much for listening and for your support for the people that have given me reviews. I really appreciate that to spread the podcast and we'll see you next Tuesday on the mom training podcast.